0: This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms.
1: Well, hello again, everyone. Um, Thank you for joining us for another episode of Executive Platforms Blueprint podcast series. Uh, My guest today is Peter Jardine. He's head of marketing for Bayer Digital Pest Management. And we're going to talk today about how uh, pest management is moving into the 21st century. Peter, thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Yeah, thank you, Jeff. It's great to have the opportunity to talk to your listeners.
1: What uh, What brings Bear Digital Pest Management to the North American Food Safety and Quality 2020 event?
0: Well, a lot of people uh, ask us the same question. Um, Most people know that Bear we make um, pharmaceuticals, we make drugs, uh, we make consumer products like aspirin, which Bear aspirin. I mean, who doesn't know that? Um, And we also make um, uh, crop protection and seed products, uh, which. People less, fewer people know about that, and even fewer know uh, that we are the leading global supplier of products to the um,
1: pest management industry on a global basis. Um, so, in the conversations that you're having with food quality executives, what are some of the challenges that they're bringing to you? What, what are the points of conversation that you're, you're seeing most often?
0: Yeah, we, we see that, that, um, business leaders and manufacturers and quality assurance, uh, uh, leaders, you know, they, they have issues in compliance. Uh, how do they comply with FSMA? How do they get the most out of their service providers as it relates to the pest management program, which is a prerequisite program in food safety, right? So, um, it's, it's an important point for them. Uh, but things hadn't changed
1: in the industry. Um, in decades uh, until now, and I suppose that brings us to the digital part of digital pest management. Um, Yo, know, what is Bayer doing differently?
0: Well, um, you know we supply the a lot of the chemistry um, to the pest management industry. However, where we really see uh, our customers, our pest control customers, asking us for help was in the digital space. So, can we create a way, a means for making them? more valuable a bigger and better asset to their customers uh, than they can using you know the the current uh conventions and protocols that they use every day so how can we differentiate their service and make them a better service provider and in order to do that you have to change one big thing in our view and that is time if you can't change the amount of time somebody spends doing a low value added activity, like trap checking, checking empty traps, um, then you're going to have a hard time adding that extra value that customers are looking for, that manufacturers are looking for because what they want is the reduced risk is a preferred outcome. So how do you do that? If you do the same thing, the way you've always done it. And I think that's where we, we, grasp that concept and work with our uh, customers to develop a system
1: that would do just that. So would I be right in saying this is going to have something to do with the industrial internet of things?
0: It is certainly an IoT device. And so if anybody was wondering if IoT is a real thing, let's look at it this way. When it shows up on a mousetrap, it's a real thing. (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, this is really the, the fun part of this, and everybody is always interested in the shiny object of what is this IoT thing and how, you know, what does it look like, how does it function, and we can talk about that until the cows come home, but that's not really what's important about new technology. The value of any kind of new technology is, the, is what it enables you to do, different from what you did yesterday, and how can it make you better? more efficient, uh, improve quality, reduce cost. That's where IoT really comes in. Um, That new technology has to enable something. So we don't talk as much about what our sensors are, how they function. We can do that, of course. But at the end of the day, it's what it enables you and your pest service provider to do where the value is. And that's where I think what we're seeing is Um, Pest control operators are looking at this saying, you know what? I can can offer a better service. I've got better trained technicians who can be pest detectives. And that is what 99% of the uh, manufacturing quality assurance industries are are looking for, is that better level of service.
1: And we help that to happen with, uh, with this IoT technology. I'm glad you mentioned the, the people part of it. I think a lot of conversations when they talk about a new technology, they talk about, as you say, the shiny gadget, the bells and whistles. This is about empowering people to do something they couldn't do before, right? What, what changes in the uh, pest detection, pest prevention, pest management field with these new abilities?
0: Great question. When you, when you uh, automate checking empty traps, what, what happens? When you consider that 75% of the time uh, a service provider spends at an account doing a a pest control service is spent on checking empty traps, whether it's inside or outside of the facility. If you can automate that, then what are they going to spend 75% of their time on? It's not looking at traps. It's looking at your facility. So instead of looking for the next trap to scan, they're looking up. They're looking away from the perimeter wall, in the interior of the facility where there are issues that if you don't pay attention, you can miss them. And these people are trained observers and they, they, they approach their job from the pest point of view, right? <laughs> which is very low on the ground often. Uh, but they are really looking at the conducive conditions that exist in the plant. But if they're looking at empty traps, they're not looking at that. And then they're also not looking at how to fix that. And if, God forbid, you have a, a, a capture, they don't know when it happened. It might've happened yesterday. It might've happened last week or two weeks ago or a month ago, right? And so you have an animal in a trap that has been there for an indeterminate amount of time. What happens if you know exactly when and where that happened? Well, you can get ahead of it and you can do root cause analysis. You can figure out what, what's going on. You can do a deeper dive IPM inspection, which is where your pest management company is going to do their best, most valuable work for you—not trap checking. I don't
1: think any uh, food facility is starting its pest management from from square one. So if they're bringing these new tools to play, it's going to interact with an existing system. There are going to be legacy assets. Can you walk us through what that rollout looks like? Do they play well together? Is it sort of supplanting one? Is it is it uh, subsidizing one? Uh, what does it look like?
0: Great question. I think probably the easiest way uh, to describe this in, in an existing situation is, let's start away from the traps. Pest management is a prerequisite program in food safety. You have to have one, right? You can't not. If you're audited, you need to have that part of your program. So what we do is we actually take sensors and put them on top of traps that are already in your facility, or new traps, you know, as, as the case may be, and they are then activated and monitor for activity. So the, the pest manager is uh, usually responsible for maintaining the system and making sure that everything uh, on that side is, is operational. Uh, But then they go about their business, and and that is looking in in places that they typically didn't have time to look before, either in locked rooms or inside of machinery that has been uh, left uh, idle for a while. Um, These are the types of of activities that then they can um, begin to pursue in the quest of making sure that you have the, the proper outcome. Uh, for your pest management dollar, right, so what you want is the outcome is I have a compliant audit ready facility that has less business risk, a higher level of of uh, uh, quality um, and to protect the public and to protect our brand right so that is is really um, a kind of a, a, a paradigm shift from I just need a pest control company. And I want to get the lowest cost trap checker I can. And and I think that's the fallacy that we fall into is once you have outsourced the service, which most companies do today is um, it gets into the procurement loop and we're looking for the 10% less than the last time we bid this out. Right. And what you get is often the lowest cost, least trained trap checker. But what you need is you need the pest detective. And I'm old enough to remember Columbo from TV, right? And that guy would come in, in his raincoat and he would find things that nobody else had. You're looking for, for that detective. And so it's really is fulfilling the vision of what the pest management company wants to be for their clients. And it's also serving the need that the end client has to be audit ready, to be compliant, to have, um, Visibility across facilities. It's not just one facility or one area that you're looking at. You can look at plants in Des Moines and Weehawk in New Jersey, if you want Um, You know, you can, you can look at that. You can compare uh, how they're performing, how the service providers uh, are performing. They may be different service providers. So this is the type of of insight that you have once these devices become more than just stamped uh, tin. Uh, or plastic you know you have the data you can understand patterns you can see where things happen and with our system you can see outside of the facility as well in bait stations so you can see where the pressure is coming from you know and and what's causing that you enable the service provider to say we're going to need to move these um, uh, this debris that's out here we're going to need to Um, do a better job of cleaning around where the dumpsters are. Uh, These doors don't seal properly, and this is where we're getting our our incursions. This is where the value is. I think the biggest problem is is that manufacturers are kind of going through um, the way they've done it before and not necessarily asking their service provider for what new tools are there available? What can we do different and better? And how can you help
1: us um, by becoming a, a bigger and better part of our food safety program? I mean, it, it certainly sounds like there are a lot of advantages to it. And I, I can you know, wrap my head around the idea of, you know, it's tracking these things. There's actually data that you can look at in real time or you're know, looking back over a timeline and saying, we now can track what's happening. If uh, a food safety company did reach out to their service and solution provider, they say we're interested in this. Uh, you know, can we give it a try? What does a pilot look like? What do timelines look like so that you can actually start seeing this data for yourself from your own facilities?
0: Yeah, that's, that's great. Um, in order to get started, the easiest way um, that we have, we actually put together a program, which is we call a test drive. So if you want to see how this works, we can help um, and we can work with your service provider We have a list of uh, certified service providers, if you don't have one, or if you're thinking of changing them, and you want to have a digital solution. But most times what happens is we get a call and it's like, my customer is looking for a way to monitor 24 by 7, can you help us? And so that starts with, yes, we can, and now tell us about the facility. Every facility is different. They have different levels of complexity. They're different size, shape, scale. They deal with different raw materials. Everything's different. So what it costs depends on a lot of those factors, right? But at the end of the day, we can take those monitored locations that uh, exist in, in a facility today that the pest manager walks around the perimeter to inspect uh, looking for looking for rodent captures uh, and we can automate those, right? So that they, they look at, at that, trap that location's uh, status 24 by 7 and so that then now that you're online you can look at that on a virtual floor plan which is on your computer screen so if you're the QA manager for example you open uh, open up a web page and you can look at your floor plan and you can see that all the lights are green and that there have been no captures and you can look at any kind of reporting that your auditor would want to see, right? So the audit trail is super important. And we knew that going in because, you know, that's a very important part of this in, a, in, in an audit situation is you put together a program, you develop and implement the program, and then you report on the program success. So that reporting aspect of it is now digital and up to the minute. So it's a big change from, yeah, we, we, we did that last week, the last service call. Uh, what happened in between, you have no idea.
1: So what is the key takeaway you want people to think about further, having, having heard what you have to say?
0: At Bayer, um, our mission as a company is to leverage science for a better life. And as it relates to, to this enterprise, it's, it's around how can we leverage science and technology for an outcome that you value? That's what's important. And we know that one of the most uh, favored outcomes is higher quality, more efficiency, uh, better food safety, reduced risk, customer satisfaction. And if a a sensor, um, a mousetrap, can help to deliver that, shouldn't you take a look? And if you will, we'd like to help. So we're here for, as a resource to the industry, to provide information with um, uh, current uh, best practices. You know, so what happens with your service once you go digital in this, in this regard? Because this is a small portion of the, of the pest management program, but it's the most time intensive. So if we can move that lever so that you spend less time on less or lower value uh, activities, and increase the value of the time uh, that they're spending there, you're gonna get more than your money's worth. But we wanna prove it to you. And we wanna help your service provider um, learn together with us um, and with you that this is a good solution for, for your business. And that's how we're approaching it. We're not in the high, high sales kind of scenario, where it's not really what we're all about. Again, it's, it's leveraging science and technology for better outcomes, and that is what uh, we're all about. And we just uh, crave the
1: opportunity um, to prove it. What is the best way to learn more? What is the best way to get in touch uh, for people who want to explore this with you?
0: The best way to to learn more is to um, visit our website. It's, it's bear.com and it's in the professional pest management area. You can go to... Um, beyondsmarterbusiness.com that'll take you right to that page but I think the most important thing about getting getting connected with this is to begin if we don't start then we never learn anything new and we do things the same old way and so we're here to help and so please reach out to us You can, you can search us on Google. Um, It's bear rodent monitoring system, bear RMS. And you can see videos and all nature of marketing materials to get you familiar with what's going on. And then just reach out and talk to us, talk to your service provider, ask them, you know, what's new and what do they know about it? And you might be surprised. They might know a lot or they
1: might not know much, but we can help. This has been another episode of executive platforms, blueprint podcast series. My guest today has been Peter Jardine. Peter, thanks again so much for your time.
0: I really appreciate it, Jeff. And, you know, I, I think we really have a great opportunity to, to teach the industry some, some brand new tricks. Um, and then anytime a, a mousetrap can teach you new tricks, it's kind of interesting to listen to. <laughs> Thank you know, you. it's
1: occurring to me at the end of this conversation, I haven't made a building a better mousetrap joke. I apologize to you that, for that. You're the only one. well thank you again and thank you everyone for listening let's do it again soon